Welcome to Ennisbrook Church. We hope this message from our sex and location pastor, Jared Lieberzeit, empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at ennisbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Well, uh, welcome to church, everybody. It's great to be here. Can we just put our hands together online and in the, in the room for our amazing worship team? Leading us in some powerful, powerful worship. And uh, hey, for anyone who doesn't know me, my name's uh, Jared Lieberzeit. You can grab a seat, by the way. Uh, we, have, uh, we have a small studio audience in the room, which uh, they're all looking fantastic. Some of our key team have turned up and uh, it's great to have them here with us. If you're wondering, why did some people sneak into the room? We, we allowed them to. But uh, for everyone at home tuning in, hey, this obviously is not what we had planned for this weekend, but uh, we're still here. We're still uh, honoured to be here. Can I just say that? It is a privilege to be able to serve you and to be able to uh, provide church for you in some way. And uh, today, uh, I mean, it's something that people say, we're here for it. We're here for this. This is what we're here for. And uh, uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, I want to I wanna share a thought today. And listen, just give me 10 minutes, okay? That's all I need from you. Can I have 10 minutes of your time? I want to share a quick uh, word of encouragement for you today. And in fact, here is the subject for today's talk. And then we're going to pray together. We're going to pray over some things. I want to talk to you uh, about the theme and the topic or the subject, a kingdom built on generosity. A kingdom built on generosity, in bracket, giving it all away. Giving it all away. This is Mark 12, verse 41. Let's read this Scripture together. This is a story about, of course, Jesus. It says this, Sitting across from the offering box, Jesus, He, was observing how the crowd tossed money in for the collection. It says many of the rich were making large contributions, but one poor widow came up and put in two small coins, just a measly two cents. Jesus called his disciples over and said, the truth is that this poor widow gave more to the collection than all of the others put together. All the others, all the others gave what they will never miss, but she gave extravagantly what she could never afford or what she couldn't afford. In fact, it says she gave it all. She gave it all. I just wanted to remind us this morning and this weekend, it's been a little bit crazy for some, for others maybe you haven't noticed or you've just seen it on the news. But I wanted to take today to just remind us that we are called by God to be generous people. We are called by God to live generous lives. I want to share the idea, in fact, that out of our scarcity comes the greatest form of generosity. That for a Jesus follower, for someone who follows Jesus, even when you find yourself in a place of lack, that you still have a lot to give. If you believe in Jesus, if He is Lord of your life, even when you're in a season of lack, and that might be right now, we believe that you still have so much to offer the people that are around your life. This weekend is even a great opportunity for us to, as followers of Jesus, be generous. And uh, you might ask the question, how can we do that? How is that even possible? It's because God is generous, because God gives, because He loves to give. He is a God of generosity. And uh, this scripture, this story is a moment in time that I think helps us all get a deep picture of the standard of giving that Jesus calls His followers to. See, there's so much power in our generosity. Jesus, in fact, the Word of God says that God loves a cheerful giver. 
says that the righteous give and they don't hold back. It is just a principle of godly living. And I think most of us would say that we love to give. We love to be generous, love to give things away, love to bless people. And it's amazing. But I wanna ask the question, where's the point in your generosity where I guess your generosity runs out? Is there a point where your generosity towards others stops or runs out? Let me, let me just illustrate this for you for, for a second. Say you had um, a pack of chewing gum, okay? Like this pack of chewing gum right here. I don't know if you can see that on your screen. Uh, this is extra, uh, I don't know what to say about it. It's peppermint flavour. Is this the best flavour? Is anyone, is that, I don't know. Is, is this, or spearmint. Spearmint's the best flavour, right? Is that, nah. Spearmint's good. What's the, what's the other one that runs out really fast? PK. Is that still a, is that still chewing gum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone said airways. So just clear the sinus. But hey, listen, we all know that when you have a full pack of chewing gum, listen, it's very easy to give some chewing gum away. This has 14 pieces in it. That's its maximum capacity of this packet. And when I have 14 pieces of chewing gum, it's very easy for me to offer you some because I mean, I have a lot to give, right? But this pack specifically actually only has, you probably can't see it, but only has two pieces in it. Now who knows that when you only have two pieces and you open up this packet of chewing gum because you need some because your breath stinks, right? And the person next to you knows you've opened it. Like, let's be honest, chewing gum is to humans what like fish and chips is to like a sea go. People just flock around chewing gum. They just know when a packet's been opened, right? So I take one for myself because I need a piece of chewing gum, right? Now, if, if you're with me, I mean, I don't know if this is what it's like for you or if you've ever experienced this before, but it's very hard to give the last piece. The last piece is sacred. Like one for me, I don't know if I can give you the other piece. Like I might need this piece of chewing gum. Like this, this needs to save me, this piece of chewing gum from my bad breath, you know, or yours. We'll pray for you for that. Um, but uh, it's a ridiculous story. But if you are only generous when the pack of chewing gum is full, if you're only generous when you have a lot, you're missing the point of the generosity of the Kingdom of God. The thought is that we, we limit generosity. We limit it. We limit it because sometimes we don't wanna give the last piece because we think, well, I might need that. I might need that. We limit it when we're only generous with aspects of our world that have plenty. If we only give because we currently have lots to give, we are missing the point of God's version of generosity. In fact, Jesus teaches His disciples, listen to this, write this down if you're taking notes, that generosity should never stop Generosity should never stop. Like we read in the Scripture, Jesus sees what the rich are giving. They're giving large contributions into this collection box, this offering box. And even though, uh, and, and, and that's good, you know, that's amazing. That's like, that's an incredible moment. And those people were being generous, okay? We can't, we can't fault them for what they were doing. But when He sees this widow and, she, and sees that she gives everything that she had, in comparison, it wasn't much. It was just two coins we're talking about. Compared to what the others gave, it wasn't really much, but Jesus still says that what she gave was an extravagant generosity, an extravagant act of generosity. Why was it extravagant? Why was this such an important and amazing moment? It's because she gave something that she will miss. The others gave away what they will never miss because they had still so much to go off. But this widow, she gave everything. 
And I wonder what area of your life would you say you're limiting your generosity? What could you not bear to give away because you're afraid that you'll just miss it or that you'll miss out or that you, you, you'll, you'll just be in too much lack yourself? See, it might be time. Maybe you, you're a little bit just like, I need me time. I need Netflix time. I need, uh, um, I don't know what else, Instagram Reels time. Uh, I, I need whatever. Maybe it's your resource. Uh, you're thinking, constantly thinking, I just don't have enough, so I, I can't be generous. Maybe it's your encouragement. Maybe you don't wanna encourage people because you don't think or maybe feel like people have encouraged you enough. So why would you build someone else up if you haven't yet had encouragement yourself? Maybe you're listening and you don't know what it feels like to be loved. And so you feel like you can't love other people. You can't be generous with love because you're not sure if you really know what love is. Maybe you struggle to serve people. You're like, yeah, I live to serve, but only if it suits me. Our whole point of serving others is living for others when it doesn't suit you, when it doesn't suit, when it doesn't make sense. Let me share this thought. Here's what kills generosity, okay? Thinking that you have nothing to give will stop you from living a generous life. Thinking that you have nothing to give will stop you from living a generous life. We can start to live life believing the lie of scarcity, right? Scarcity is a state of being in shortage, of just not having enough. We start to lose the art and the gift of generosity when we start living life thinking we don't have enough to give. I don't have enough. I, 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 can't, I can't be generous because I don't have enough. I can't give right now. I'm not able to serve because I've got nothing to offer. I can't be generous in life because I have not enough to offer. I can't give my time because I just don't have enough to offer. And I wanted to say today that the enemy would love you to believe that. The enemy would just love you to believe that. In fact, scarcity, lack, is a part of Satan's nature. That's why scarcity and Satan start with the same letter. All he wants to do is just take you away or take away from your life. But God's nature is generosity. God's nature is giving. He gives and He gives and it never runs out. First Chronicles 29 verse 14. This is a great Scripture. And then we're gonna pray. It says this, but who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Here's the answer, because everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hand. We are foreigners and strangers in your sight as were all of our ancestors. Our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand and all of it belongs to you. All of it belongs to you. We need to come out of the lie of the enemy and come into agreement with God. We need to destroy the lie that says, I don't have enough and trust the source of abundance. Trust the God who has enough for us today. Everything that we have in life, in fact, comes from His hand. Everything that we have right now actually first belongs to Him. My time is first God's, right? If it's given to me from Him. My finances, my resource, my money. I mean, we could, we could go down that track, but this isn't really just a tithes and offering conversation. No, this is much more than that. My encouragement, come on, the love that I have is for so many other people because I recognise that first, everything I have in my life is actually God's. He actually gave it to me so that I can use it. So the prayer I have is, Lord God, all of this abundance comes from Your hand. Why? So that I can be a friend to many so that I can make disciples.
hearts so that I can build the church and be a part of seeing the Kingdom of God flourish so that I can be a great dad for my children, so that I can be a great husband for my wife. Maybe this is for you so that you can be a great mum or dad or whatever, a great son or a great daughter or a great business owner, employee or student, whatever it is that we are doing, you have enough because God is enough. Take the generosity of your heavenly Father as an example this morning. He gives everything away. John 3 verse 16 doesn't say that for God loved the, the world, so loved the world that He gave one of His three sons. doesn't say that. So it was all good because He had some left over. The Scripture actually says, for God so loved the world that He gave what? His one and only Son. He gave His one and only Son. He had one Son and He gave Him for us. He gave everything for us. So the story of this poor widow Jesus has to point it out because it's actually a direct representation of God's generosity for you and me. That He would come and He would bring an offering for this offering box that would be actually His one and only Son. The widow gives her two coins and leaves her with nothing. God the Father brings Jesus, His one and only Son, leaving Him empty, leaving Him with a little bit of nothing left to give. He gave everything for you and me. Why? Because the Kingdom of God is built on generosity. It's built on giving everything away. And today we wanna pray because I believe God wants to give some things to you. Here's what He wants to give us today. He wants to give us peace. He wants to give us joy. He wants to give us love. He wants to give us hope as we've already talked about. He wants to give us a great purpose. Today, He wants to generously give you a firm foundation for life that no matter what storm comes, come on, He is King over the floods. He's King over the waves. He's King over the wind. He's the one who can speak to the storm and tell it to be quiet. And so I wanna invite Pastor Brent to come and, and we're gonna pray together. And we're just gonna take a moment. We just thought, you know what, this this Sunday morning with everything that's been happening that we should just pray and pray together. Um, pray for needs, pray for things that are going on in people's lives. There are obviously some real things that people are facing, but also more than that, there are people that are requesting uh, healings and, and miracles and breakthroughs. And so why don't we just gather together now? You're online, but let's, let's believe together. Let's have faith together for some breakthrough. Absolutely. Well, Father, we just thank You for this opportunity to hear Your Word and to what Jared's just spoken about. God, You're a generous God. You wanna give good things. And we pray for those good things today, the, the, the deeper things, not just material things, but the deeper things, the things, as, as Jared's already said, hope and joy and peace and uh, even Your righteousness, God. For those who are feeling shamed out today, Lord, I just pray that know what it is to put on that cloak of righteousness, that mantle of righteousness upon their life, that they know God, we're not righteous without God. Only, only God makes us righteous. Uh, and even then, we're not really righteous. We're just righteous because God, God is in us. He's righteous. <laughs> and so I just pray for that righteousness right now on people's lives. I pray for truth, where there's been lies and deceit and deception. I pray for truth to be realised, truth to be realised in every marriage, truth to be realised in every person's heart, truth to be, to be able to come to the surface uh, even today. Father, I pray uh, for those who are hurting, for those who are in pain. I pray, Lord God, that there would be a healing balm, like a salve that comes from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to release something of His medication. You've been trying other medications. You've been trying other salves, uh, other other. Uh, ointments <laughs> or whatever, uh, but the Holy Spirit has an anointment, an anointing that can come on your life 
that can bring healing from the hurt and the pain. We're just believing for that today. We pray, Lord God, for every person that's sick, that's still, even for those still struggling with COVID, those who have been diagnosed with long COVID. We pray, Father, right now, just again, the anointing, healing work of the Holy Spirit to be upon those ones who are, who are watching right now, uh, believing for their healing. We pray for those who, are, uh, who have been admitted into hospital over the last few days, uh, those who are uh, having surgeries, those who are struggling with cancer, those who are uh, dealing with some uh, very critical uh, dynamics in their own body. We pray correctness in your body. We pray order. Where there's been disorder, we, we speak order. Order amongst the chaos. We pray every living cell, every dead cell would come alive again. Every living cell would, come, would become healthy and multiply uh, in your body in Jesus' Name. We thank You, God, that You've got such a generous heart that Your generosity goes beyond even what we're praying for and believing for today. It goes even beyond that. Let there be an overflow of hope today. Let hope arise. Let, let, let us truly understand what it is to be under the blood of Jesus and, and His righteousness. Let us truly understand what it is to be under His grace and the power of His grace that enables us and empowers us to do what we've been called to do. I pray for every, every person who hasn't yet heard or understood the call of God on their life. I pray, Father, for every person who has turned away from the call of God, uh, for every person who has, who has uh, struggled to even uh, understand what the future is meant to bring for them. I pray, Father, right now that, that, that Your grace, Lord God, the power of Your grace would begin to ignite something in their hearts that enables them to understand that nothing is impossible. That maybe there's somebody that this morning, uh, wherever you may be, who's really been just struggling with this idea of the will of God, the call of God, kind of sensing that there's been something more than what you're doing right now. You've been sensing something that God is wanting to release you into, but it's not fully realised. And you have such a heart for God to speak to you. And, and I, I, so I'm just gonna pray, I'm just gonna declare uh, before you right now that a door is about to open, a door of opportunity and a door of hope that's about to open and God's urging you to walk in it, not to just stand at the doorway and expect it to be completely wide and open, but to actually sense the creak or the crack in the, in the door, seeing that it's opening and to actually begin to walk towards it and to walk through it. I pray in Jesus' Name that there would be a knowing, a knowing without a shadow of a doubt, God, that You are touching their life today, right here, right now, wherever they may be, and that You are actually raising them up to be, uh, be, to be a, a, what the Bible says, that we are ministers of reconciliation. And God's called you to be a minister of reconciliation, to reconcile man and woman, reconcile children back to God. That's your calling. That's the will of God for your life. That's His purpose for you. And I pray, Lord God, that, that we would know what it is to grab a hold of that. And particularly for that person or those people who are needing to hear that Word today. Lord, help them to rise up today, to grab a hold of it today, to know that God, You're speaking uh, through this camera straight to them, Lord, that they are hearing Your voice. 
Lord, may they rise up today in Jesus' Name. I pray for every person who's been affected by what's happened in the last couple of days in Nelson, even in Wellington and right through the whole country. I pray, Lord God, that, they, that every person would know that there is joy and there is peace that goes beyond every circumstance that we can understand and know today. Nothing is too difficult for God. All things are possible with Him. All things are possible. And uh, I just thank You for that expectation that we can have, that anticipation that we can have of hope in Jesus. We thank You, Lord, in Jesus' Name. Amen. 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 We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info or visit our website.